Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage. Co-hosted by India Marie Paul and Katie Zutter. Here at Damsels in Dialogue, we support the LGBTQ plus community and all women because trans women are women. This episode, we travel once again to the corridors of Hogwarts and discuss the wonderful witchy teachers and a few of its magical occupants. Okay, so welcome to this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. As we talk about the wizarding world, we understand that this will encourage people to want to purchase things. We highly encourage you instead to purchase some magical merch from our small businesses and Mm -hmm. sponsors. Now, today's Mm -hmm. sponsor is a wand maker. They are House of Wandcraft. They make dreamy handmade magical wands. They are resin made. They come in stunning colors and designs. And currently their spooky Halloween designs are so fun. They have glow in the dark wands. They have ones with eyeballs. And they have wands that, yeah, they're fun. And they have some wands with like spiders inside. I don't know. Their their spooky wands for this season are really fun. So highly recommend checking them out. And thank you so much, House of Wandcraft, for sponsoring us this episode. You can find them at houseofwandcraft.com and on TikTok and Instagram at House of Wandcraft. Yes. And this episode, we cover, we're going to cover a lot of things. So I'm really excited <laughs> to get to it. We'll try to keep them all straight. We're going to talk about the teachers, some of the people who exist in Hogwarts, portraits and house elves and all the things that uh, Ghosties. Come, yeah, all the ghosties, all those. So we're going to start with a wonderful addition to the wizarding world who <laughs> is not human, but is a magical portrait. So she did exist. She is just the fat lady. She is not even named. So she may oh, truly true. be just a portrait. She, We don't know mm-hmm. if she is an actual person who existed mm-hmm. or if she was something painted specifically for Hogwarts Ooh. to be the portrait. Similar to other things, for example, uh, the Ravenclaw Tower that mm-hmm. is a specific to Ravenclaw Tower way to get in. So we actually don't know the history of the fat lady. It can be assumed since she does not have a name that mm-hmm. she was not. Yeah, because she, yeah, she would have had something. There. Right. So she may have been made specifically for this job, which is very interesting in and of itself. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not a big fan that she's called the fat lady. That uh, is, yeah, that didn't age well. It makes you think no. of like when the fat lady sings like that phrase. Which they do but, play on in the movies. In the yeah. movies they do play on that, which makes for very hysterical moments. Of, yes. Ooh, just with my voice. Yes. Like, very funny. Very funny <laughs> yeah. when she breaks it on the corner. Um, we yeah. love that her personality came out there. But yeah, I don't like that it's a descriptor and her name. And they do go yeah. back and forth throughout the books. Because her friend gets a, a name. name. Yeah, Violet gets a name, but yeah. she does not. And hmm. in fact, in the games, there's a couple of video games where in America, she's the pink lady and oh. not the fat lady. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. But her as a character, it yes. does make it very interesting if she is built specifically for this role. Yeah. Because she does so much and we learn from her, she is one of the only portraits who we see mm-hmm. having like a full life outside oh of her She has portrait. a social life and it comes into play a couple <laughs> times in the book, which yeah. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and she she does have a full personality, which we do see from other um Mm -hmm. other portraits, but you see her, you know, concerned for the group when they return. Um Mm -hmm. Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Neville when they come back right in book one. She's Mm -hmm. worried about them. 
uh, when they come back disheveled, out of breath from running. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do see that she cannot see through invisibility cloaks and things mm-hmm. like that, which is why we can assume they have passwords because yeah. she would not be able to see through things like Polyjuice Potion mm-hmm. and things to change your appearance. Unlike the movies mm-hmm. where in the back half of the movies, she just swings open because she recognizes them. They need to cut time. Whatever, I get it. Yeah. But I do appreciate in the later movies, because in the mm-hmm. books, it isn't until later where like the movies start to make her more of a thing that yeah. she gets more popular. And I love that for her. Cause yeah. in, she gets so sassy and oh fun. God. Like like yep. you see as, as you get to know her in the books, you have her like jerking up from a doze. Like yes. she's like sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here, and I'll let you in. And you have the moment where it's 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 much more comical when you see it in the movie of her running for sanctuary in book three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like off in the wild. She's yes. not in the map of Ar- Argyllshire. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but she's yeah. not there in the movies. In yeah. the movies, she's like in this like wild <laughs> nature area, like they find Michael's her like surviving. Back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which we love for her. I think yeah. it, it very much tracks for her. Like yeah. I didn't, you know. Her movies verse here, I just love her. I yep. think she's done very well. Mm-hmm. They move her actually in the movies too because they stopped filming in their original filming location. Mm-hmm. So she is in a different hallway. Oh. <laughs> come well. book three. But yeah, no, it's it's super interesting. I love that they, they do a lot for her. I think it's honestly quite brave of her. Mm-hmm. I don't mind her taking a moment. Like it's brave of her to tell him know yeah when he has a knife and and yeah he does scratch her whole Mm -hmm. portrait to shreds for a bit like it's brave of her to like stand up for him Mm -hmm. and protect the kids yeah you know she's the last line of defense for the common room she knows him yeah she let him in for seven years of her life yeah oh that's traumatic yeah (laughs) no yeah. yeah, when yeah. you think about it, like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I love that she comes back with protection from the trolls. Yes, she's like, I will come back on one circumstance. Yes, <laughs> well, so her her sass not only is super funny and fun, but I really think that's the only kind of personality that could handle what teenage mm. Gryffindors mm-hmm. would be like. You know? Oh, hands down, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, so yeah, I think she's the perfect fit. Uh, for for that group, and, yes, and I do love. I love that she has a a friend. I love that you get to meet Violet she through does. her. I love that oh. <laughs> it's even from book one. They when they're gonna go duel Malfoy, she's not there because she's off on the nighttime like visit, so yeah. they can't get back in. Like I love right. that she has this life <laughs> outside of her frame, which is yeah. just a weird concept, but really fun and magical. She does, which is super cool. And Violet is just such a funny, like, it's a fun, like drunk with fat lady off li- chocolate liqueurs after the ball. She keeps winking at Bill because he's cute. Yeah, I just, the, the portrait gets drunk multiple times right. in this series. Multiple times. And that that's what makes me think that she was made for there. That she yeah. has these extra mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. It's just, I love that. As, like, she... <laughs> She changes the password to um, abstinence after she's drunk (laughs) one night. Yeah. And that just, it just cracks me up. Like changes it there while she's drunk. Mm -hmm. I mean, love that for her. Yep. I love that she, she, 
it's also the thinking about her watching over the students you learn yeah. that she scolds molly when she comes back at 4 a.m yeah. she frequently scolds right. the others when they come back yeah. late oh she's she scolds harry when mm-hmm. he comes in and like she's like oh well mm, nope it's late they changed the password <gasps> yeah and walks away and she's like all right i lied it was annoying the password's still tapeworm like come back <laughs> i wrote down that line because it cracked me up it was are you going to give me no wait no no, That's I wrote a down line. a different line. That still happens because they line. walk up and have a full conversation. <laughs> That's but right. yes, deliver that line because that one's also really funny. <laughs> it's in book five. And they're just discussing something outside of her portrait, which also, like, I love that she hates people just loitering. She, she wants to do her job and, like, go hang out with Violet. Like, get yeah. It's a, are you going to give me the password or will I have to stay awake all night waiting for you to finish your conversation? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, it's so good because it, it does feel like she's like, this is my job, but also can we can move we get this it? along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to wait for you. Can you just like get it together? Yeah. Cracks me up. Oh, she's and found extremely hungover on 500-year-old wine. Yep. That's the – I think that's that's is where that she – uh, The I think that's the abstinence. Yes, because she says, please don't shout, but nobody's shouting. Yeah. It's just yeah, like, like classic um, hungover, yep. don't look at me, like talk quietly. <laughs> yeah, got After super Christmas. drunk with Violet. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> she also, like, <laughs> earlier in the books, shows up, too. There's a moment, like, for book four that she has, like, a little tinsel headband for the holidays. Yeah. So she has her own little wardrobe. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and her, don't mind me. I'll just hang open until you get back. Yeah. <laughs> she says that in book four, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to save to the end, is mm-hmm. there anything else that we wanted to say to her about her? We One moment s- that I wanted to wait. Okay. About to, we might have might the same it. moment. <laughs> yeah. So where in the movies, she uh, just opens upon recognition, mm-hmm. which we talked about. I get it. It's whatever. But the final moment that we mm-hmm. actually see her, which is so devastating because she is so strict on that job that she mm-hmm. has. She's mm-hmm. so good about it. She almost potentially dies from it because mm-hmm. if she would have been in that painting when it was destroyed, who knows what could have happened. Yeah. And the last moment we see her, she is sobbing. Presumably because Violet's already told her mm-hmm. the news of Dumbledore and she lets Harry in without the password. And I think that is yep. so sad. Yeah. That's the last thing I wrote, too. I'm like, wow, that that we moment, don't see her again. It, yeah. It's so powerful because of the fact that it's the only time she's ever swung open because she is sobbing yeah. so hard. Yeah. And just recognizes it's... him and lets him in. It's it's all over mm-hmm. for her in that moment. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. and you can't even imagine what she went through in the next book when the Death Eaters took over. Thank goodness Minerva was still head of house mm-hmm. for Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. But still, like, who who knows what kind of nonsense she had to deal with, you know, with the Death Eaters and giving them the passwords and letting them in. And, yeah. And who knows how long ugh. she's been there because she probably saw Dumbledore grow up as a student. Oh, like, like I said, I, th- I would think mm-hmm. with her not having a name and, and I, I think she was built for the castle yeah. day one. Mm-hmm. So she she's seen everybody. She saw Lily and Snape fight outside right of her portrait. Of door. Yeah, yeah, she's seen everything. Can mm-hmm. you imagine the stuff that they the trio could have found out if they <gasps> just talked, <laughs> even thought to ask her? 
And you know she would yeah. tell you because yeah. she said, like, her and Violet, asking Violet, Violet would have told them everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what a gossip. She would have been thrilled to be mm-hmm. like, look all this shit that I know about yeah. the students. She was a very integral part. And I, I do really love that the movies helped make her. Mm-hmm. She had more personality. She had a bigger part yeah. in the movies than she did in the books um, yeah. many a time, mm-hmm. which was super fun to see. Yeah, she's she's just an interesting, fun character that makes the, the world fun. I just wish yeah. she had... A name. A name. Why didn't she have a name? Violet gets a name. Yeah. Sir Cadigan gets a name. Like, what? Why didn't she get yeah. a name? But, yeah. you know, whatever. That's okay. That's the one thing. To she's great. Each she's their own. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Love her. Love how sassy she is. Mm-hmm. Love her for them. And I think you're totally right. Who better yep. to monitor and keep mm-hmm. safe a bunch of... <laughs> pubescent Gryffindors. Yeah, 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 I can't, yeah. That's the only one. The only one who can handle yeah. that. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Moving on to next, since we did yeah. talk about the portraits of the school, something mm-hmm. I wanted to go by really briefly mm-hmm. is I was interested to see a couple of the books we do get textbook lists. Yes. And I wanted to see how many of them were women. So book two has the largest list, but that is all Lockhart. So like, Lockhart, uh, Lockhart, yeah. You know, that's why that <laughs> list is very long. Yeah. But in book one, we get the textbooks by female female authors are the standard book of spells, grade one by Miranda Goshawk, mm-hmm. a history of magic by Bethilda Bagshaw, and 1,000 magical herbs and fungi by Phyllida Spore. Book two, the only two female names outside of, you know, all the Lockhart's are Miranda Goshawk, Standard Book of Spells, uh, or Goshawk, Standard Book of Spells, book two, and Unfogging the Future by Cassandra Vablatsky. Now, book three, he already has his books taken care of by mm-hmm. the Minister of Magic, so he mm-hmm. does not go get them, so they are not mentioned mm-hmm. and listed. Book four, Miranda Gossock, Standard Book of Spells, Volume 4. And then by Book 5, I gave up and said, Miranda Gossock wrote all of them, all wrote of all books. of the Standard Book of Spells. Yeah, it, it felt like she was the one who, Hogwarts is under her system. She yes. is the standard yes. spell system. So good for you. Like, that's Correct. a big Get paycheck. It, girl. <laughs> that is a huge paycheck for you. Get it. And then uh, another just honorable mention. Yeah. We have the woman, the cart lady, the lady who. <laughs> Trolley uses the, the trolley. <laughs> no name, right? We don't get a name. The snacks. Nope. Cool. Trolley nope. lady. She, she's in a few of the books. Mm-hmm. Any Anything from the trolley deers? Yeah. Anything she has a line. Deers? We get a line, you know. We... You know, she says it a few times in the books and the movies, but you know, that's all. Yeah. That's all she gets. Good for so, you. Thanks for giving yeah. sweets to all the kids. That's really what Thank they need you. on the way to school. <laughs> Thank you for getting so much money off of Harry. Yeah, man, because she's Harry's gonna be so, so excited often. every time she goes by. D- that. Yeah. yeah, she's like, "Ah, oh, Ron doesn't got anything. I got you, Ron. Let yep. me buy everything." everything. Do we imagine like she Hogwarts Express is not going other than like there and back? So where is she outside of the Hogwarts Express? Does she work? Yeah, at a who shop? knows? Like Honeydukes? Is she like a representative? Possibly. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? The who whole, knows? The mystery. The trolley yeah. lady. <laughs> Does she exist? Who knows? But she is a <laughs> full person yep. in that train. Yep. Yep. For sure. <laughs> oh, goodness. So after uh, Madame Trolley, mm-hmm. uh, we're going <laughs> to take a slight segue into the actual meat of what we were talking about, which is a lot of the female professors. Mm-hmm. So just to quickly mention some of the uh, smaller ones, mm-hmm. we have Professor Vector, mm-hmm. who is a witch who teaches... Arithmancy. Yes. 
mentioned just in casually yeah. in passing. Same with Professor Sinstra, um, yeah. who nervously dances with Moody. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you get a couple, a couple just like she mm-hmm. exists moments of her. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does make an appearance in the movies. She yes. is seen at the the head table. Mm-hmm. She also is in a few of the video games. Really good for you, including the Lego games. She has her red <laughs> yes, outfit. Yeah, she is. But you know, yep. but yeah. So like, get it, girl. And then <laughs> she's the I astronomy when, teacher, correct? She's one of the one of the astronomy teachers. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, mentioned as well. And then the last one, who was like the sh- probably one of the shortest, is the Muggle studies because you yes. actually you hear about Muggle studies quite a few times throughout the books, but you never know who it's taught by. Yeah, or that even it's a woman until mm-hmm. book. Seven. Yeah, when, and then just tragedy. Like oof, you just get. She's this, just killed oh. in front of her student. Yeah, that's oh, oh. She's like hanging upside down while she begs with, for her life. Begs from Snape. Begs from Draco, and then gets eaten <sighs> by a snake. Blah. Terrifying. <laughs> like yeah. Terrifying. At least she gets killed first in the movie. She gets killed first before she's. I can't remember the books. If she gets Avada Kedavra first. No, before in the, the books, snake eats it's, her. I'm pretty in the, sure in the books it's Nagini she gets eaten go eat. by yeah, yeah. Nagini. And in the in the movies she is killed first. Yeah. Which yeah. Can we? I'm the glad one that mercy. That changed, probably a little because she drops to the table first. Okay, yeah, that I don't. Yeah, the killer drop her to the table and then. Um, yeah, that's not specified in the book. It's kind of yeah, no. Ooh, kind scary, of a fade scary, to scary. black gross moment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, she, you know, yikes, we learned her yikes. name, Charity Burbage. Poor thing. Um, yeah. Glad that she wrote some things. She yeah. did. She did right? try to support the Muggles, which is why she didn't mm-hmm. up in that situation because she wrote an article for the Daily Prophet, and they did not like it, and uh, that happened. So. And then, oof, oof. and then the Death Eaters take over her. One of the Caros yeah. does, and then yeah, the yeah. other one takes over Snape's job. That's right. As uh, dark arts. Dark arts, yes. Yikes yes. and jinkies. Yes. Um, yeah, so. What, is there um, a different, so. It's teachers and non-teachers. Okay, so it's kind Madame of. Pence and you, Madame, Madame Pence. You have Madame Pence. And Madame Pooch, she really doesn't do a whole lot. She teaches yeah. flying and she is a. She teaches, which but honestly, she's not like, it's like an adjunct. Get a girl. Is that yes, kind of like the idea? Because she doesn't teach anything else. Yeah, it's true. But she's there all the time. She refs the games, mm-hmm. you know. It's totally unexplained why she has yellow eyes and say, is hawk-like. Is in, does she transform? Hmm. Yeah, who knows? We hmm. have no idea if... In my head, and I guess I just completely made this up, she was like a falcon. <laughs> like in oh, my yeah, head... Oh, 100%. That's how she's described, okay. as falcon-like okay, like, okay. unexplained it's yellow like, eyes. Yeah, we I have no idea. 100% in my head was uh-huh. like, oh, she's an animagus. She transformed into a nope. falcon. They have... Nope. nope. They don't talk about it. Yep. Maybe... It, it was going to be a plot point that got written off or something. Yeah, who it's knows? So it, specific. Or they were just like, "This would be cool," and then never said and never it again. talked about it. Again. <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah, falls mm-hmm, asleep. Mm-hmm. I do like when she falls asleep watching. I the don't practice. like that. You don't because like that it? doesn't make any sense. No, it makes zero sense. She goes That's on true. a huge rant. She she gets there, sees the firebolt, literally spends so much time talking about the firebolt mm-hmm. that they have to. Uh, Harry has to be like, "Can I have it back?" Yeah, that's true. Because she's such a nerd about it. Mm-hmm. And then she falls asleep while he's debuting it. That felt Yeah, that super, doesn't make sense. You're right. Super weird. It made zero yeah. sense to me. So I think I, I like I like the idea of her like forced to go like babysit and falling oh, asleep. Of course. But yeah, when but you she say, loves yeah. Quidditch. Yeah. Why would she fall asleep yeah. during it? That it made no sense to me. And yeah. I didn't understand. If anything, I think it would have been funnier if she got down and and like started like half coaching Harry. Yeah. And having, yeah. you know, like, would need to be like, 
I've got it. Well, it's, I've got uh, it. You know, like because she's so excited yeah. about. Well, she talks about brooms like like classic cars. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer when. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, and the only other right. like moment she has, um, which I did write as like one of the this is the only non Quidditch related moment that she has mentioned in. Yeah. Is when she sinks weak need into a chair upon hearing that a student has been taken into the Chamber of Secrets. And she yeah. is the one to ask which student. And mm-hmm. that's it. Everything else is Quidditch related. Quidditch. And then we have Madame Pince. Yeah. Uh, our our librarian who makes me so... I have feelings. Mad. Yeah. She, a lot of these side characters mm-hmm. have been so interesting and so fleshed out and so fun to dig into. Mm-hmm. And Madame Pince just seems like a very generic, stiff librarian. I don't like. Why are you working at Hogwarts with a bunch of kids? Yeah, it just it didn't make any sense to me. All of her things seemed very forced. There was mm-hmm. only one moment that made me giggle. Everything else that mm-hmm. she did, everything else was like like her being rude, uptight, brandishing a feather duster at Harry, like standard, normal. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, protective of the restricted section. Super concerned why they were even at the library. Yeah. Like that didn't. Yeah, brand. she she's like you described know? as menacingly breathing down the necks of those touching yeah. her precious books. It looks like an underfed vulture like i I just thinking about her and i'm like what librarian did the author grow up with that made her mad because when i think of librarians it's always very like helpful and comforting and i guess the yeah the joke the joke librarian is the like vulture character yeah which is so boring it's so boring yeah like why couldn't she have been a really sweet and welcoming to especially to students who like the ravenclaws and stuff yeah you're telling me this is the only librarian you could work at like why wouldn't you work at a different library and have somebody because there's gotta be more than one person it's a huge school Right. And, and and when you think about it, too, you have Dumbledore is a strong, powerful wizard and mm-hmm. you can see reading the books, not so much the movies, but in the books, mm-hmm. you can see why he chose to be a teacher instead yeah. of working for the ministry of the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. Whereas Madame Pince, it makes no sense why why she's there. Yeah. You go hard, like go hoard the books in the secret parts of the ministry Literally or something. Like it, anywhere else. Yeah. Like there, I'm sure there's, there's libraries all over the place that you could work for. Yeah. And you chose one with kids that makes... Zero sense to me. The only thing that made me giggle mm-hmm. was when she calls Harry depraved once she sees yes. the, the potions book. And she's yes. like, despoiled, desecrated, befouled. befouled. Like, yeah. Yeah. That that did crack me up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But everything else, I'm like, this is so standard. She was not very well written. And I just no. feel like she- It did not make sense. Pence seems so two-dimensional. Yeah. Which is so silly when you've made so many characters three-dimensional. Yeah. Like- mm-hmm. Professor Grubbly Plank, Wilhelmina Grubbly Plank, which we mm-hmm. meet in book four. She's very well rounded. She's for great. A, like, and she's yeah. not in a whole ton, but no. like. She takes over she, for yeah. Hagrid after yes. the article by Rita about him mm-hmm. being half giant. And she yeah, becomes she like a favorite. <laughs> yeah, she's described as an elderly um, witch with mm-hmm. close cropped gray hair, mm-hmm. short and sweet with the students and very confident business-like. Mm-hmm. And like you said, very popular with the students right away as her first class is mm-hmm. with a unicorn, which is very difficult What to an entrance. Like if you're like, yeah, how am I going to make an impression on these kids? Let's bring a unicorn to class. <laughs> like a, what a move. For the first time, you actually have like an idea of a curriculum of what you should be learning about magical creatures. Yes. And the care of them. And, and you do spend some time in her class. During the books, like with the mm-hmm. bow truckles and everyone having to yes. draw the anatomies and stuff. 
She has a really good scene with Umbridge when Umbridge inspects. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love when Umbridge inspects her and asks her about Hagrid to try and poke around. Yeah, she handles it really well because mm-hmm. she handles it in such a way where it's She's rocking on her heels a bit, mm-hmm. so you can tell she's nervous because every other scene she's very confident yeah. and like on mm-hmm. two feet, which mm-hmm. I mean you have to be when you're dealing with magical creatures. Yeah, but I love that she answers things so solidly and confidently mm-hmm. when Umbridge is trying to manipulate her. That yeah. Umbridge like has no follow up questions. Yeah, she doesn't know how to how to manipulate her. Like it's as about right. Hagrid. She doesn't. Have, she has a good enough answer where she can't push forward and then she asks mm-hmm. about Dumbledore and without blinking an eye she's like Dumbledore is great I have no problem with how yeah, he runs so things because she wanted like she can't. wanted a friend she wanted the anti-Hagrid yeah. to be on her side and couldn't do it yeah, yeah. we do grubbly plank and sinistra chat at breakfast yes, yes. you know we get a casual. great image of her smoking a pipe and reading yeah. the Daily Prophet yeah <laughs> when Harry yeah. finds her in the staff room like oh that's a good like character yeah she's like doing something and and her confidence with like taking head hedwig yeah um and she's so focused on hedwig and what's wrong with her that Mm -hmm. she doesn't she doesn't really catch minerva and harry's yeah silent conversation yeah about like what that letter is yeah you know but yeah she does take take hedwig on her own Mm -hmm. so which is which is very cool you see like another side of the care magical creatures position where Mm -hmm. i'm sure they are the go-to vets essentially Mm -hmm. yeah and hedwig is patched up so patched up real good yeah after so um yeah no Mm -hmm. she was a very interesting addition to it Mm -hmm. and i i enjoyed that she definitely felt like she's doing everybody a favor Mm -hmm. and enjoys it Mm mm-hmm but is not, she's not wanting com- the job. Yeah, she's not competing for it. And I No, no, no. I she's just think- doing everybody a solid and enjoys it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would I would hope that her classes are a taste of what Hagrid could be. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, but she's not a great about yeah, him, she's a great like she's a person yeah. to get in at the end of it. Um, yeah. She has a whole you can see her as a person yeah. with these little bits that you described that is given to you, which is which is really cool. And I don't know why I liked that moment so much when she takes Hedwig. Because I, yeah. I don't know if it's because previously I had never thought of that before that these mm-hmm. creatures would get injured. Yeah. Or yeah. how worried she, she was so quickly about like yes. okay. And goes into like full, I'm gonna fix this mode. I really appreciated that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, there's there's a lot of going into these teachers, it really helped me see how much they had to do. Yeah. As teachers, mm-hmm. you know? Because it wasn't just the class. Yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so for our next our next two magical occupants. These aren't teachers, but they are in Hogwarts and you see them in Hogwarts. You get the first mm-hmm. one we get introduced to is a house elf. We get a female house elf that has a, a bigger arc in the books named Winky. And yes. she comes in in book four. And you get to meet her at the World Cup with Barty. And she gets tragically fired after getting she, blamed and framed. That, Ugh. that whole moment, I do want to unpack that yes. for a second. Because yes. it's so interesting how when you see her, mm-hmm. you see her sitting by herself. Mm-hmm. And they're just waiting. And then like, oh, Crouch never shows up. Oh, and I hate that. like they're upset about it yeah. and whatever. You think, oh, he just doesn't take care of her. Yeah. And then she's found with the wand and, and okay, she's given clothes. Goodbye. Yeah. But when you actually meet her and talk with her mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. and you see her when she's pulled up by Dumbledore, that's when you get the full backstory. And that's where things get crazy. Yeah. So she was never alone. At the mm-hmm. World Cup. Nope. She was with Junior the whole time. Mm-hmm. And something that on a 
positive note, which there are not many. Yeah. A positive note about Winky is that we've already met Dobby. We already see how that family treats them. Mm -hmm. Um, Later, we see Creature and see how he's treated. Mm -hmm. Her, she has sway in the house. And she's treated very well Mm -hmm. compared to others. Mm -hmm. Her whole family, her whole family line has been taking care of the Crouches Mm -hmm. for forever. Mm -hmm. Crouch Sr. listens to her. Mm -hmm. Winky's the reason that Junior's there at the Quidditch match, yeah. which is so interesting to me that like, okay, so there's a moment of like, she is humanized and they mm-hmm. do take care of her. And you see that in Crouch's gift to her mm-hmm. is not just something to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Like he gives her this whole cute full outfit complete yeah. with the hat. He tries to quote like, unquote take care of her, but he does. does what he should do after that happened according yeah, to like the yeah. ministry pressure. Right, right. But he yeah. does it very businesslike, but he yeah. does like kind of take care of her. So there is that 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 bit where like she has sway, she talks about the wife mm-hmm. and, and he listens to her and and she cares so truly cares mm-hmm. about them mm-hmm. um because she does want junior it's not like junior was like take me there yeah she was like no he should go and get out of the house that this is yeah. a great opportunity for him to go there and have nobody know he's there yeah i mean she disobeys that's senior. impressive for she disobeys elf- yeah. senior mm-hmm. yeah to help junior what she thinks is helping junior yeah to get away from the death eaters because she knows his background yeah that's impressive. She does seem to be able to say more, too. Yeah. Even when she is under the crouches. Yeah. So it just seems like she has a better home mm-hmm. life there. Mm-hmm. Than what we've seen. So I, Other it, than like the Hogwarts yes. elves that seem very happy to be working. To like, serve. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Do their job, which is, yeah. you know, problematic in and of itself. But yes. Um, the whole system is very problematic. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. She at least seemed to be treated well, which is a which I do appreciate, yeah. but still is rough because then it turns yeah. hard left, hard bleh, yeah. uh, with her. Yeah, bleh. this I I was not upset when Winky was cut, but she was a fascinating no. story to follow in the books. I and was tragic. Ups- yeah. I like was it- upset about how she behaved after. And it wasn't yeah. her, it was the author. I do not yeah. like this. Oh, they want to be slaves. It's and they awful. when she's offended that Hermione would even ask if she would be paid. She's yeah. like, I'm disgraced, but not that bad. Not like low enough to ask for payment. It's, it's just You can't disgusting. humanize Winky and then do that. Like you yeah, can't like you just It's disgusting. Yeah. Her her just drinking and not take like Dobby she does so much for her. Like she doesn't understand. Yeah, she it's terrible. is yeah. And that's yeah. the last we see of her. The last yeah. we see of her, the last we hear of her, because we don't even get to see her when this happens. Yeah. We hear about Dobby taking her to the room of requirement when she's so drunk mm-hmm. that the rest of the house elves will not allow her to be yeah. in the kitchens with them. Yeah. Which, like, which why? Like, why is that a, because, a subplot? Because that's another stupid, dumb yeah. Thing they need well, they needed the room of requirement, and then you have another dumb slavery thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she's saying. Oh well, they like to be slaves so much oh, that they don't like it when <sighs> this one is being so disrespectful to their current master. Like, yeah, ugh, yeah. Ugh, I hate it. I hate gross. it. Yeah, I yep. hate it. Yep. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, mm-hmm. there was such a moment to humanize her and yeah. and, then, and to maybe help the issue no. that you've created for yourself with this entire system no, no. made it but made it instead made, made it, it worse <laughs> yeah. made it trash um yeah, yeah. so that just mm, makes me yeah. 
sorry, I'm not even making sense. No, it's, it's, it it's, you're so, so angry. Yeah, you're so angry. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, like the thing with the house elves just makes me so angry yeah. because like it's not it. We'll get it. It's not even like it didn't like age. It wasn't super appropriate yeah. at the time. And, yeah. And there are things you can do. I get it. It's it's a fantastical world, and you can make things fantastical and mm-hmm. make different creatures, different things, Jobs and, and have different hierarchies yeah. and different stuff because it is a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just her specifically mm-hmm. is what made it weird. Yeah. Like she, well, you know, and, like, and hers the is what Hermione made it so, subplot. so bad. The Hermione yes. subplot started Hermione it, which we will get made to. <laughs> so, so bad. Yeah. Like it, it, um, it's all of, it's what the attempt yeah. at what felt like attempted activism that went super bad. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's that's yeah. a whole thing to unpack in our Hermione yeah, whole, yeah. finale. Yeah, we'll do that too. But Winky was a Ew. horrible addition to yes. that problematic yeah. part of the world. It's just, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. And, and you, another... No, I can't. I just have feelings. Yeah. It's just, just yeah, say, yeah. I'm sure everybody more, does. More, it's just <laughs> anger. Yeah. And now more anger. More anger. Which <laughs> we meet Helena Ravenclaw, which is the ghost mm-hmm. of the house ghost of Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. We actually do not know she is Helena Ravenclaw mm-hmm. until the very last book. Mm-hmm. And we do not meet her until the very last book. We yeah. hear that she is the great lady. Mm-hmm. We hear about her being the ghost of Raven Tower. Of Ravenclaw. No, you're good. <laughs> I mean that too. The Raven Tower, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. We we know about that, but it's it's not really revealed who she is. Mm-hmm. And you don't meet her until the final book mm-hmm. and final movie. Mm-hmm. And this has had the fandom enraged yeah. since its inception. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's not tragic that it aged badly. It's that from the beginning it was bad. She is the daughter of Rowena yes. Ravenclaw. Yes. So yes. she took it and from her Rowena mother. Ravenclaw is, is a well-renowned, mm-hmm. intelligent, obviously, how do you follow that up? And yeah. she was very jealous. Yes. And that's uh, why she ends up taking mm-hmm. the diadem from her mother to try and be cleverer than her and to... You know, I feel like there's a lot of trying to prove yourself when your mom's this yes and crazy, incredible woman um, mm-hmm. runs away with it to and Albania because, of course, everyone just goes to Albania yeah, when they casually they need to get away. Voldemort, everybody, everybody just <laughs> yeah. like. Mm, let's well, go we to learned Bali, that Voldemort went there. Voldemort, wow, Voldemort, Voldemort went there to find it as to well. To find yeah. it as well, but it's such a random thing. Yeah, and. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but her mother didn't tell people that she stole it because she was embarrassed. Yes, she she didn't tell anyone. She wanted to keep up that rapport. Mm-hmm. She then got terminally ill. Her last wishes were to see her daughter. Yeah. And this is where things mm-hmm. get rough. Yeah. This is where things get rough because, and ugh, so she sends, who we find out later as the Bloody Baron. Mm-hmm. To We've go met from get like book one. Her daughter. Yeah. We've met book one. He's terrifying. Yeah. His blood all down his front. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. We don't know how he died. We don't know who he's killed. We don't know anything. We yeah, just know yeah. he's terrifying. He can up until this point. He's the bloody baron because he's he is full of silvery mm-hmm. blood. She has a little bit down her too. Yeah. Um, down her front. But the first thing that bothers me about yeah. this is so mother sends the bloody baron to go retrieve her. Mm-hmm. Did she know? That he was after her and abusive to her, potentially? Did she know? Because that's problematic. Yeah. It's hard. Like, who are we blaming for this specific moment? Mm -hmm. He goes to woo her again and bring her back. And when she says no, he kills her. Yeah. And this part is tragic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Having that as a tragic moment doesn't bother me as much as a tragic moment of he kills her and then 
kills himself. Like weirdness, weird mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet weirdness. Yeah. The thing that bothers me the most is that she is left to live the rest of her ghostly eras with her abuser and murderer. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Why? And if her mom her mom had to know that he probably was a good like tracker or something. Whether or not she knew he was abusive, because he's described as an ex-lover. So this is someone who tried to court yes. uh, Helena at some point, and it didn't work out, and he probably was now stalker-ish. So he, like, mm-hmm. stalks her there, and as soon as gets rejected, murders her and is violent. Like, he's known as a yeah. violent human being. I feel like that's yeah. known. So for Rowena mm-hmm. to either be desperate enough to use him, because maybe other attempts have not worked, or... Or she doesn't Petty know because enough. she's so estranged from her daughter. Or, yeah, or doesn't know. We don't know. We don't get that don't backstory. Know. But she sends this abusive, violent, like crazed stalker of her daughter to get her. And she ends up dying because she says no. And that bothers me that her death is like that. Like, it didn't have, that didn't have to happen. Like, no, no. And wh- why is she still there? Why is she still living in the castle? Yeah. With her mother, who she did not like. Yeah. With her abuser. Why did she choose yeah. to live as a ghost? Because yeah. it's it's arguable it's that he chose to live as a ghost yeah. to be with her. Yeah. So it's it's just I hate that. Yeah. It, I think it would have been better if it was a picture mm-hmm. or you know like a portrait on the wall yeah. or anything like. But why, the bloody Baron wasn't involved. Why is she forced? Yeah. Why was she forced to live with him mm-hmm. as a ghost? That makes no sense. Yeah. Why would you be for? Why would you want to grow old with your abuser? Yeah, and from an author standpoint, it felt like she was just trying to do something shocking that tied mm-hmm. a character that's been in there all, all along with to her. Like, there's no like, why did the bloody baron need to be a part of this? Why couldn't he have just nope. existed as the bloody baron? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why was he allowed to be back yeah. at, with students after when he had done mm-hmm. something like that? Oh, but he killed himself in remorse. I, I don't oh, care. Excuse you. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. That doesn't make anything better. Yeah. It's, yeah. I hated everything about that. It's a cool character because you have the daughter of one of the founders in the school. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes so terrible. So that that's a big yeah. anger. She has a lot of backstory in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So. She gets manipulated by Tom Riddle and yeah. we do get why. Yeah. Because she, she does end up showing him or giving him the diadem mm-hmm. so that he can curse it, mm-hmm. which she then, you know, doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, this poor girl, like, finally but, yeah. gets to befriend, like, another cute boy. Gets, uh, gets tricked. Which is still strange because you are very old. True. We talked a little and about she, this with Myrtle. Where, like, did she, mm-hmm. where it's did you weird. stop with? Yeah. Yeah. So that's just, it's, oof, yeah. oof, oof. I mean, I love a dramatic story. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But living as a ghost with your abuser. Yeah. It also was in the middle why? of like a huge epic battle, right? So we get this dramatic backstory mm-hmm. in the middle of a time clock that we don't really, yeah. I, we don't really need a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Law in the middle of book se- or in the end of book seven. Yeah. So it was a very the, odd thing to be kept very, in. Yeah. And it's, it's very anti, honestly, I think it's anti-feminist. Yeah, to for sure. Have her live with her abuser. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And she's and a ghost. allows it. Forever. Yeah. Like, ugh. yeah. But anyway, okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to keep being mad about it. Yes. So yes. Move on, on to uh, another head of house, but not a ghost. Yes. We have. 
Professor Sprout. Oh, I love her. Uh, she is the head of House Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. She is described as a, a dumpy little witch, which <laughs> once again, I, I think I said this for Molly Weasley. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a descriptor that they use in England that we just don't yeah, use that, that we, term, yeah. which is why we it sounds derogatory to us, yeah. but it may not be. It yeah. may just be a, a descriptor that they use often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She teaches herbology mm-hmm. and she is described in the books throughout mm-hmm. As exclusively this like herbology teacher. And more often than not, we see her in class yeah. in herbology. Yeah. I enjoy that she's a frequent class we visit. And it's it's an important class. Yeah. You also see some of the stuff that makes her important outside of the classroom. Yeah. She is the one to care for the Whomping Willow mm-hmm. when it gets correct. She also often uses, which I think is very clever mm-hmm. of how she um, does the curriculum. Mm-hmm. She does it based on the needs of the school. Yeah. Particular Madame Pomfrey. Yeah. So them potting the mandrakes and like the kids are actively helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically yeah. there are other students that are petrified, and she mm-hmm. does that again. They talk mm-hmm. about later, oh, we need this plant because Madame Pomfrey needs it, or yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, which I think is very cool. It makes it very hands-on and makes you as a student fully understand mm-hmm. what you're doing. It's yeah. not just a plant, like these are also all of its real life uses. It's a practical which is very cool. Yeah, it's like a working functional greenhouse for the yes. school and for potions and for like it's really cool mm-hmm. that she kind of supplies that with the help of yeah. the students and her casualness with like instant death plants like oh my gosh it's hilarious so often from, like it's book so two just, on yep. it's just like oh yeah wear these earmuffs or you'll instantly die when they're old that's very I, fascinating to me i do think for the most part she's really great in the movies mm-hmm. versus the books the one thing i don't like in the movies mm-hmm. is that she tells them when neville collapses to the ground or longbottom's been neglecting his earmuffs leave them there mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I don't I don't believe that she would do she that. She would not have left yeah. Neville on the floor. Yeah. Everything else though, I think. It's a, I mean um, it's a joke. Tracks. Like I get I get writing wise what it is, yeah. but character wise. It doesn't make sense for the character. No, no not um, at all. Yeah, because like in, in book four, you hear that she's like telling other teachers about how good Neville is at like yeah. she tells Moody about how good he is at herbology. I love that. And, yeah. And you start to get a little bit of her her sass, you know? Mm-hmm. It's pus, Finnegan, pus. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. Like, yeah, just she has do it. some <laughs> sass to her. Like, her egging on mm-hmm. Lockhart with the chamber, her and oh McGonagall, gosh. like, teaming up against a lot of <laughs> different things. Yes. Like, it's, I do enjoy her. Her being cold yeah. to Harry right away yep. in book four. Yep. When he gets picked, because she's, like, clearly Team Cedric. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. She has a personality, and it mm-hmm. it comes out in a lot of different ways. So you don't you don't get enough time with her in the movies because she's not plot point. It- she's also not in them. She is mentioned in book four. She's mentioned in book six, mm-hmm. and she is in movie eight and yeah. in movie two. Yes, that is that's it. right. The only time she is actively in them is yeah. only those two. Yeah. So well, like, she is removed yeah. from a lot, which yeah. is silly to me because a lot of these moments that she's in there mm-hmm. – She's in scenes. Yeah, they're like so. I don't know why they did learning information or you're, right. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why. I don't know if they just don't. I mean, she is a big actress. The the person That's that they true. named, she's been in lots of things. So maybe they couldn't afford That's to have true. her in the background of yeah. these these moments. Yeah. But yeah, she's only in two movies. She's a, she's a good teacher, and mm-hmm. it can be assumed that she's close with Neville. She brings up Neville a few times. Yeah. And Neville brings up her a few times, mm-hmm. which is cool because we don't see much of that. We don't see yeah. students. And professors from opposing heads yeah. of classes being close. Yeah. 
you know, so that's that's kind of fun to see. Yeah. And tracks a lot because she does make a comment later when they're like, ooh, do we close the school? And she's like, no, we should keep the school open even if it's just one student. Yes. She was very much a proponent of we it needs to be open. And it's very Hufflepuff mm-hmm. of her because that was, you know, yes. Helga described it yeah. at one point of being, I will take anyone. Anyone. So anyone it, will, yeah. it feels right Which, on with her being the head of the house. I really enjoy in book five when she gives 20 points for Gryffindor for him handing her a watering can because she doesn't like Umbridge. Umbridge. (laughs) Yeah, I love that all the professors like do all that little petty stuff against her. It cracks me up. Yeah, it cracks me up. (laughs) I also appreciate in the books you Mm -hmm. see Minerva is often ask because she is the second in command yeah. and and is the closest with Dumbledore there, mm-hmm. out of school good friends. Mm-hmm. Minerva's often asked to do things. Mm-hmm. Sprout and a lot of the times Flitwick with her mm-hmm. does things without prompting. Yes. So one of those moments is when Minerva's asked to help Trelawney back up to her mm-hmm. her tower and like Sprout's the first one right there to help. Yes. Without asking and Flitwick follows close behind. Mm-hmm. And those moments do happen a lot with those two mm-hmm. Those two professors. I do enjoy that because I don't think she gets to do this that often yeah. because she is such a niche thing. I, and I think it's done really well in the movies and the books. I love the moment when, when the conversation she has with Slughorn, when mm-hmm. Slughorn is asking for some ingredients yeah. for his potions. And you see it's like this sweet moment of her getting to nerd out yes. about <laughs> her, her craft. Yeah. With somebody who understands the craft. Yeah. Because, and it makes sense why Slughorn would need to understand the craft. Mm-hmm. But it's like a really wholesome yeah. moment because you see freaking Lockhart mm-hmm. and other people like Snape just kind of like, I just need stuff. Yeah. Whereas, granted, we know Slughorn's the schmoozer, but yeah. still. Was, like, yeah, I wrote the, that sweet. moment down like, too. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's a, you get to come across two professors getting along and talking. It's, you don't get that often like a scene of them just no. being together outside of classes. And, and, yeah. yeah. And enjoying what they do. Yeah. I like that a lot, and I think it is silly that, uh, in a, in a good way, that she's described as being the yeah. cleanest. Yes. Prof- like once she goes to the the funeral, yeah. it's like less of like oh she's in all black, but like, and not that she's dirty. She's yeah. just like physically covered works in actual soil. dirt. Yeah. Like she works. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So, yeah. That I thought that was a very sweet yeah moment. Mm-hmm. Um, also in book six, yeah. you get her yelling at Hermione to not be squeamish because the plant's attacking yes. her. Just like get it. Just <laughs> yeah, get it together, Tyne. So like ne- Neville's already done so yeah. many. He's gotten all those pods. Like get it together. Just do it. Uh, yeah, that's her sassiness <laughs> comes out. And I was just yeah. like, I like you. And it's never, never rude to the students. No. It's just like, come on, people. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, I enjoy that a lot. And. Okay, her shining moments, I think, yes. though, are book seven uh-huh. in the astronomy tower where she takes any uh, of above age, like mm-hmm. of age students, notably Neville Longbottom, yep. running up to the astronomy tower to fling oh mandrakes, venomous tentaculas, yeah. anything that they can throw Deadly over the edge. Plant. Deadly. <laughs> like, to do that this. Is- and there's there's two parts to this because yeah. on one you have deadly plants that's brilliant and number two it's from the astronomy tower so it's the highest and farthest away potentially from the actual battle so yeah. she is doing severe damage yeah while keeping these students safe yeah because the mandrake I mean not everyone's wearing earmuffs so she has to very specifically put them in a place where it's not going to mm-hmm. hurt because it's described as almost right. instant death 
when you hear an yeah. adult mandrake. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she's and, yep. and away from, because they're fighting from the ground up. Yeah. The Death Eaters. Yeah. She's like plotting so the, like dropping little mines all over the. <laughs> Well, she's th- they're lobbing them. They're lobbing them from the tower. Yeah, is what they're so doing. So she like dropping them yeah. in the like grounds around, yeah. like setting up yeah. a perimeter. So it's yeah, it's awesome. It's so yeah. cool that she is protecting those students at the same time. as yeah. is doing that and and her chatting with Slughorn mm-hmm. and Flitwick at the end yeah. after with tea. Yeah, is just yeah, like they're rebuilding the school together, and you mm-hmm. kind of get maybe the sense that Slughorn is staying on for yeah. a little bit longer and talking about what they've been through and yeah. You get a really yeah, good core fun. group. And I she is part of the I mean, she's the head of house. So she's part of this yes. core group. You get the sense that her Minerva can lean on her and trust her, which is really mm-hmm. nice because Minerva does so much as we discussed <laughs> in one of her episodes. Yeah. Ooh, we we do get a couple things where she has her head of house duties too, mm-hmm, like telling mm-hmm. which is not fun for her. The duty that we hear that she has to do is telling Cedric's parents. About yeah. Cedric, but it is a, a yeah. duty nonetheless. She loses so. a student. Yeah. That's Mm-hmm. tragic and Min- minerva has jenny in danger but jenny doesn't die and the trio is always and in the trio trouble is always and she's in like trouble, with them, they all but... survive it and yeah sprouts the one who actually has a student die at hogwarts on her which is yeah ugh. that's super tough yeah. but she handles it really well oh, yeah, and i yeah. like her i like her um journey with mm-hmm. neville yeah i love that neville goes back to uh yeah work take her job over i would i that would be a fun mm-hmm. moment to see i i don't know if there is fan art of this but yeah. i'll have to look it up later because i think it'd be fun to see fan art of like yeah. sprout interviewing neville yeah oh you know i like, love it now moving on we are going to segue for a teacher who is not from hogwarts mm-hmm. for just a moment mm-hmm. madame olymp maxime yeah I that we meet in book four i really like her we only get a small glimpse of her like we spend a lot of time with her in book four and then we get like mm-hmm. tiny oh, yes. bits oh, yes. after but because yeah she is the headmistress mm-hmm. of Beaubaton mm-hmm. school in france and she does she does have a lot more to her that we we see a lot through hagrid yeah she's great i love her her rich taste her, yes it's always described she's she in, always gets her o- outfit yeah. beautifully described yes. opal satin she's wearing like lavender and lilacs and all yeah. sorts of like she is not afraid yeah. to show that she likes mm-hmm. her taste and, I and like has that this she really gets sophistication about her and is also described as the largest woman harry has ever met so she gets this like very mm-hmm. feminine outfit yeah. and look and she has some spice to her too but it, i really enjoy yeah. that they didn't make her just like a big lumbering person a big dumpy woman yeah they didn't they didn't <laughs> to make her yeah to, yeah to be no, blunt no. yeah they made her yeah. covered in opals i do appreciate that because you have Karkarab just like being a brat like yeah. the whole freaking time whereas she she is a little more when when harry gets into the tournament mm-hmm. she's like well you can't have two students like then we should have two students what the heck yeah like it's more of a logical like her also um the first trial, like she scores Harry very fairly. Yes. Karkarov's like, nah, yeah. I'm going to score him low because I don't like him. Yeah. But like she gives him an eight out of 10, which is a pretty good score. Yeah. But she seems to be pretty fair about those things. Yeah. She's not petty um, about him being in it no. once it's decided that he's in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she understands. And you can tell that very logical. I, I feel like Ravenclaw vibes from her. I know she's I get that. Ravenclaw. Well, the whole, whole house like, or her whole school sat with the Ravenclaws so that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sense. And she's very organized. Yeah. Um, even how they go about putting the students' names into the slips yeah. in. Hogwarts is just whoever wants to put it in. Yeah. And Karkarov students, Durmstrang just like also is very casual. Like, yeah. But Madame Maxine, it feels very much like, especially from what uh, Floor has said, it's like this is 
we have planned for this. Mm-hmm. These are the students that are going. You are all submitting. Yeah. Here is our line that we are marching up. And mm-hmm. one by one in line, mm-hmm. they drop their things in. They're yeah. So it's very, Bobaton. <laughs> very organ- organized. Bobaton has a lot of like order. And there's a respect for her that I really appreciate where they describe yes. them standing as soon as she enters and they do not sit until she sits. And that's. Yes. I, it, still, it feels like a sign of respect. It doesn't feel like yeah. a, a dictatorship or something. A forced Mrs. Hannigan moment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It feels <laughs> yeah. like just yeah. like the, they're a little more about the order and the respect of yes. things traditionally in that kind of hierarchy structure. So I, I appreciate right. that about her power as a headmistress and the respect that she gets as a headmistress, which I really like. Yes. Yeah. And, and I love that for her. In, in so many aspects, because mm-hmm. we do find out later that she is half giant. Yeah. She had to jump through lots, lots of hoops to yeah. get where she is. Yeah. So you, you find out that she is a very strong witch. Mm-hmm. For her to, um, there is a moment where Hagrid is captured and she used the convunctious curse on two, gets two full-grown giants in the eyes. Yeah. Immediately before anything else can happen. Yeah. And gets him out of there, which that is some quick draw yeah sharpshooter skills yeah. to do that she is very intelligent mm-hmm. she is very strong she has earned she has yes, earned she that has. respect yeah. to be the mm-hmm. head of a the headmistress of a whole school yeah and i love that for her yeah hagrid describes her as really being surprised that she could kind She's of grit fierce. it out and fierce and he yeah. has to hold her back from going to attack the death eaters when uh, yes. they show up with the giants like that that yeah. she has a fire in her and i really like that for her and we do get yeah. her mostly from hagrid after book four but yes. it's all really yes. cool and she seems like such a good i like their romance i think it's such a good fit it is for I, them. Think it's, I think it works really well for both yeah. of them i think hagrid needs mm-hmm. that respect and structure yes. and order and put togetherness that she can bring mm-hmm. and i think too he helps her realize that she should not be ashamed of her past yes. because when when you first find out that uh, she is half giant and she immediately is like who do you think i am i'm big boned and runs away yeah and you see this full arc of her slowly through hagrid mm-hmm. realizes that that's it's okay yeah to be like that i really love i really love this is such a small moment i love that in one of the moments that she's trying to get Hagrid back and apologize, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't have it. And he goes on to teach one of my favorite classes of Care of Magical Creatures, which is the Nifflers yeah. class. <laughs> so she watches this wholesome, sweet class of these students all picking Nifflers yeah. and having them dig through the dirt and, and so pulling cute. out these sparkly yeah. things and then running around and like Ron winning, which we love yeah. for him. Yeah. And him getting Hagrid having this giant piece of chocolate mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. as, as a reward. Mm-hmm. And him being so sad about it, which is such a bummer because like, yeah, you know, Hagrid loves these little guys. Yeah. And you get to see really what she is missing. Yeah. In life. Yeah. Of what what life could be mm-hmm. as an out unafraid yeah giant yeah who he's never shied away from being different yeah and is fine with that and yeah. like embraces it wholeheartedly yeah and i love that she she gets there she mm-hmm. gets there you you see through hagrid mm-hmm. that she she still like let him take grop but you see her she she was like no this matters to you so yeah. it matters to me mm-hmm. and like stayed there as long as she could yeah. until she was tired mm-hmm. 
And I mean, she has school to run. She she it's, can't be I, gone forever. I really you know? appreciated that they split. Like that, she's like, okay, you go do this, I'm going to do that. But it wasn't a yeah. breakup. It was just no. Okay, no. now we're this and she part helped is done. him for a bit. Yeah, she helped. She helped him with Grop for yeah. for a little bit, yeah. and was like, you know what? There's only so much I can handle. Yeah, and yeah. I need to I need to go back to school. Yeah, that's a big thing for her to do mm-hmm. to accept this giant. She knows Hagrid is going to take back into the real world, you know? Like, that's a big deal. And then in those final moments of her and Hagrid where at the funeral, she comes and runs off and runs right to him. I love that. It's the last "Ah!" moment we get with her. And it's just so like, you know they're together and that he's who comforts. There's a gentleness about him that I think balances out her fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Them together works really well. Yeah. Something I do enjoy mm-hmm. about her, mm-hmm. I think she's portrayed beautifully in the movies. Yes. Fun fact, she had a body double of an NBA player. <gasps> uh, was her body double in so scenes where they didn't have to see her face because yeah. they needed somebody tall, yeah. you know? Yeah. So in those scenes where they just like needed somebody and they needed her to be tall in the background, mm-hmm. like that's who played her. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> however, I did like this and I am kind of wonder why she wasn't invited in the books Mm -hmm. in the movies she is in the seventh movie because she is invited to flora's wedding yeah but she is not at the wedding in the books that's weird seems very silly yeah to me because she has such a fierce love for her students Mm -hmm. you see her when flora is desperately trying to get back in the water Mm -hmm. to go after her sister like she's holding her back Mm -hmm. to -hmm. keep her safe and to keep her within the rules and you know they have that yeah. connection and everything. Well, so she invited Crumb. Like, if Crumb is coming, yeah. Maxime Why was invited. Why did Maxime? Yeah. So so that was something, an error, if you will, yes. in the books that I yes. enjoy that they corrected in the movies. And I think I think she's with Hagrid at the wedding, too, I want to say. You, you would assume so. I assume she's in she's the order. She's only seen. It's like a, in the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's she, not in the Order of the Phoenix. She isn't, but she was part of the the journey for the giants on yes, behalf of she did them. that favor them yeah mm-hmm. okay okay mm-hmm. she's like order adjacent and, yeah <laughs> and her too like much like floor she did not have to be yes she did not she could have gone back to france and never came back mm-hmm. but she didn't she chose to do what was right and yeah thank you yeah madame maxime i like for her that. she's a good headmistress to have for for bobaton yeah good good uh strong female representation i think in that moment yeah yeah. Now, for our last professor yes. of the school that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. we have Professor Sybil Trelawney. Uh, Trelawney. Just now, fun fact about her mm-hmm. is there was originally in the works a blind professor oh. who was going to teach astrology mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. who was a true seer. And the reason mm-hmm. that they were written out and not introduced was because they were too good of a seer that Trelawney would not be needed, potentially. That's, and yep. a lot of things wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. So how that would have been very interesting, Yeah, then we potentially would have not had the wacky fun well yeah if you have wacky fun time that trelawney is someone who's really really good at it a lot Mm -hmm. of things would not have come to pass at all yes so interesting thought and cool representation 
yeah. with them being having a disability like that. Yeah. But I do understand why. Yeah. But you meet Trelawney yes. in book three. Yes. And you get an instant battle between the mind and the the eye, you know, the third eye. Yes. With her mind. She's described as glitters like an insect. And yes. she's continued as described as glittering mm-hmm. like an insect and kind, like loony. She keeps to herself a lot, mm-hmm. but is very confident in her abilities. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, she is almost unbothered by un- others' opinions of her. Yes. And I think she is portrayed very, very well yes. in the movies. I yes, think I she is the, that actress does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And I think this translates right from the page yeah. very well. Yes. I think she um, captured yeah. her in a very short amount of time. Because you do get yes. like the incense everywhere. And you're like, you're walking into a thick yes. fog of that with no light. The, the costume designer yes. for the glasses yes. alone. A plus. Yes. A plus. Yes. <laughs> and I do like that we have a, a little bit of a challenge to Hermione from Sybil. Yes. I like that we have something she's not automatically good at that we get personality mm-hmm. with Lavender and Pavardi and I like their yes. relationship with Sybil. I yeah. and it grows and it like they they bring and her she stuff. respects them too. Yes. not just her. You know, in, in a moment, like you said, they they bring her things. We've talked about that in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. You see on her side too when Umbridge is looking over her one of the times she chooses to go back instead of sitting at her seat she goes to Pavardi and Lavender yeah she she respects them as well and and I do like that Mm -hmm. for for her that they have that together she's also one of the only people in the wizarding world yeah (laughs) that is given a hobby she knits she does her her cross stitching like she 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 has like a hobby that is completely unrelated to schoolwork yeah she gets she does get a full not many people do that she gets a personality she kind of gets she goes downhill real quick in the series um yeah but But not not downhill in a like i hate it no just sort of way you i actually understand her downfall. yes i understand the downfall (laughs) which is fascinating i like that she is credited like she you know from book three that she can have visions even if you don't know the full story yet right i do like that she's not a joke because you do see at the end of book three her actually have like a right. prophecy and you do hear that her she is the great great granddaughter of of a renowned seer mm-hmm. so i do understand that expectations to living up to her yeah so it does make sense for some of those like forced ridiculous oh, yeah. predictions that she makes yes yeah like it makes sense yeah but sometimes it's so interesting because some of her out on a limb things are not wrong i do enjoy that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But anytime she sees death in Harry's future, I'm like, it's right. Every it's right. school year, like, yeah. it's just right. Umbridge being in grave danger. Yeah. She's right. Yeah. The bunny. Hermione like the, leaving yeah. the bunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neville with the cups. Yeah. She's right. So, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very. And sometimes she's super, super wrong. She She's like, yes. Ugh. You must have been born in midwinter, boy. Yeah. Um, my birthday's in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> but yeah, those are, you have those funny, like, funny things yeah. with her. It's fun that you get the balance. You, I, I'm not. A, we talked yeah. about this with McGonagall that we're not a. I'm not a huge fan of kind of the hate that divination gets. Yes, I agree. Overall, I agree. I just think it's silly. Yeah. Because there are actual. Yeah. People, but anyway, yeah, yeah. continuing with but what you're saying. It is cool that you give her some of the ridiculousness, but then you do give her meaty, yes. true things. So it's it's yes. she does get justification for her teaching job and for um, right her predictions not being all wrong. So I, I like that. Yeah, and she's fun. She's a fun, 
you know, she is <laughs> mystical. She is like in a tower, like that she never comes out of hardly. <laughs> and when she does, it's so funny. Like, yeah. oh, I just happen to have this glittery red dress just for the occasion. Yes. Like, girl, what? <laughs> she also, <laughs> yep. She also only attends one opening feast, mm-hmm. and that's book six. Yes, this is the only start or end of term feast that she joins. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a they, you know they want a reminder of her. Yeah. And she does care about people. She does, yeah. uh, like, like I said, she she looks after those who care about her. She she does ask after Harry a few times, mm-hmm. and she does ask after Lupin when he's not there. Yes, at Christmas the one year. Mm-hmm. So, oh, needlework. That's what it yes. is. Her needle needlework is her hobby. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was some sort of mm-hmm. intricate thing. She goes through a rough I do time that. with Umbridge. And yes, Oof, that is a yes. painful. Like it's it's well done, but it's a painful. It's so well done and so painful. I do understand Trelawney is easy to go after. Yeah. Divination in an aspect is very easy to go after. Yeah. So I do understand why her curriculum is mm-hmm. mocked a little bit. Yeah. I do appreciate, though, that she does for some of the students like the Weasleys. Mm-hmm. You know, her books, she keeps them at the school. She knows it's unique. She knows yeah. it's a very specific thing and knows that not everyone's going to continue divination. Yeah. So it's cool that she does in later years have supply books for the students as loaners instead of making them buy them and then never use them again. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than those moments, I do understand why Umbridge goes after her. And she goes hard. So uh, hard. So hard to to throw her out of the school. And this, it's different in the books and in the movies. Mm -hmm. It does push Trelawney to drinking yep. with how much mm-hmm. umbrage, which up until that point, Trelawney can take a lot of crap about yeah. divination and her. Mm-hmm. She takes it from McGonagall all the time. She yeah. takes it from Hermione. Yeah. She has a couple of snapping moments back at them, but for yeah. the most part, she's pretty chill about everything. Yeah. So for her to be tipped to the point of alcoholism, yeah. that poor thing. Yeah. And that's what you see why. Like she gets on probation and she freaks out and she's a mess. And then she gets almost kicked out and doesn't have a job, but is now just staying at the school. And doesn't have a home. Doesn't have a home. Uh, Is is the the thought. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. That is so, 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 so tough. Yeah. um, And she doesn't really. She doesn't really lift herself out of it. It just tends to like spiral for the next two She does have. The great moment of like the fu oh, umbrage, yeah. yeah, when it's along those same lines of Sprout mm-hmm. giving the twenty yes. points to Harry just just because, yeah, she <laughs> in front of umbrage announces loudly that Harry will live to the ripe old age, to a ripe old age, will be the minister of magic, and will have twelve children, and she'll be so proud of him. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That was. So like she's like almost a tears, you yeah. Know? And just but then after that is where it really it really goes downhill. Mm-hmm. She has a really hard time understanding that when Dumbledore gives friends the yeah. job at the school, and then the next year she thought she would get it back. Yeah. And he then splits it between the two, and she has a really hard time with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is part of that living up to your legacy that we've talked mm-hmm. in other episodes. Yeah. And maybe she feels that with her great grandmother of Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. It's, it's, it, she like has a hard time. It's really yeah, hard. Yeah. And, and it, I understand why Dumbledore did it. Forenz is now completely yes. kicked out of his home. So, like, they're kind of both yeah. in the same boat and they don't get along. It's at one point she, right. like, tries to tell him she's feeling some of these ominous shadows of the like, I mean, coming. she calls him a horse, which is super yeah, yeah, racist. She's, in yeah, she's super awful to him. And but he's not great about her either. No, yeah, so. they don't get along either way. Like they both. No, nah. they both. When she's like, tries to ask him about the um, 
ominous feeling she was having, he laughs at her or something, you know. Yeah, because like that's, that's not how they do it. Yeah, so yeah. they're just very different, so they don't even get along. And she's been yeah. drinking, it's specifically she smells of sherry, I believe. Yep. is the one. She, And she has the sherry bottles yes. all the time. Yeah. yeah, she has one with her yeah. when um, she's being kicked out of the school. Yeah. And then she tries to hide them in the Yeah, which is tragic. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. I think it's in yeah. book six where a couple times she she's flipping through yeah, – yeah, it is book six. Yep. She's flipping through the cards and, like, things happen next to Harry that she doesn't quite understand because he's invisible. Because the – I mean, things – shit's about to hit the fan well, in I, this. I love and, the lightning. And everybody has yeah. – yes, and everyone has those moments. Mm-hmm. But her, her thing is how she's dealing with this yeah. is that she is constantly reading the cards mm-hmm. and muttering under her breath all of these tragic, terrible things. Yeah. That are going to happen yeah. potentially. What were you going to say about well, that? Well, and, the the, and specifically, everything? the card that she talks about is the um, the tower. It's where you see lightning mm-hmm. strike the tower, and you know that the author at least looked up what some of the cards meant because that is a very specific, quick, horrible thing is going to happen. Like unexpected, yes. horrible thing is about to attack you. So, like the card was that was a good choice. I really <laughs> appreciated yeah. that. She ends up being right. Again, so that's kind of yeah. nice that even when she's oh, going yeah. down a hill, that she still has some some seer yes. in her. She, I, I feel bad for her because I don't think she has friends outside yeah. of. I think it's hard to relate to her. Yeah. I don't think she minds a whole ton. Yeah, but it's it's these moments of of stress, and she's mm-hmm. lonely in this alcoholic state yeah. where there's only so much the students can do, Pavardi and and Lavender, to help her. And that is kind of sad when she meets with with Harry and and is kind of disappointed when he doesn't go with her. And he's like, oh, I thought we'd go together. And that's such a bummer. And that's kind of where we leave her in book six. She's saying that Dumbledore doesn't respect her anymore and she's so lonely and sad. And then it is very gratifying, at least for me in the end, where in book seven you do see her do two things. Uh, one, <laughs> she is fiercely in the battle, yes. just like a tennis player launching crystal balls yep. at these Death Eaters. Yep. She takes out Fredmere Greyback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she does attempt to help Lavender, one of her mm-hmm. favorite su- students. Yeah. You know, so that's a good moment. I, I don't know if it was intentional that she saw Lavender under there, but I think that was a very yeah. nice moment. Yeah. For her to to come back and help yeah. one of the students she was closest with. Yeah. And after seeing her kind of hit rock bottom in book mm-hmm. six, it's nice to have a little bit of like almost a cathartic release. Yes. 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 <laughs> so, for sure. I appreciate that imagery that we yeah. leave her in that imagery. We don't leave her yes. hiccuping drunk and no. being told no. she can't keep visiting Dumbledore and rock bottoming. So I, I do appreciate yeah. that in book seven. Yes. And she seems she seems at least sober in that moment. Yes. And like you said, very cathartic yeah. getting it out. Yeah. Um, one thing in this book that specifically about Trelawney mm-hmm. that I think is an inconsistency yeah. that um, leaves a lot of questions is the main reason that Trelawney is a professor at this school mm-hmm. is because she is the one who predicted, who gave that prediction about Voldemort. Mm-hmm. What is very strange to me and many is why she was forgotten once they got to the school. Death Eaters took over. Yeah. They didn't kidnap her. They didn't do anything about her. They just let let her be. And that seemed very interesting to me because wouldn't you want to, as someone who yeah. had done that, made that prediction, 
wouldn't you want to maybe hold her up somewhere with a guard yeah. to watch her to see if she makes more about you yeah. or to maybe force more out of her? Yeah. That seemed very strange that they just, because they knew it was yeah, her. Let's say they, like, so they did they know? Them. Like, did they know it was specifically yes. her? Then That's why they they sought after her because yeah. Snape was the one who said that. Yeah, that's true. And he knew she was at the school. So that was kind of odd to me. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just a like, mm, we have other things to do with right now, so we're not going to talk about it. But it just yeah, it probably got pushed to the, the wayside. But yeah, you for sure would try to like force prophecies out of her. Like if you had someone mm-hmm. you know had right. a prophecy, who's made prophecies about him. Yeah. All we get mm-hmm. is that she's made prophecies. Yeah. So all we know can't like canonically. Yeah. Is that that is the only prophecy about him? Is the two? Yeah. The two. The one about him yeah. that one will be his destruction, and then the second one. Which is also about him. Yeah. Which is the servant one who can while the other lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the servant overturns. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. yeah, everything that she sees that we know is about, about is about him. So, yeah. And he's someone who puts merit in prophecy because he yes. follows it and tries to stop it. Mm-hmm. So Thus causing the thus prophecy. Thus causing the whole thing, which is a great irony mm-hmm. for prophecies and things. But yes. he believes in it enough. So I feel like that's like step one <laughs> when you <laughs> get into Hogwarts is to find Trelawney. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. But we're ending yeah. on a positive note. Oh, I love her. Yeah. With, <laughs> with someone who's not in the movies as much, mm-hmm. but she is great. Yes. She is not a professor. Mm-hmm. She has her hands full. Every book. In the hospital wing. Every book. <laughs> and that is Madame <laughs> Poppy. Pumphrey. Pumphrey. I love her. I love that she she is also somebody that we she is mentioned before she is met mm-hmm. in book one, which does beg the question of what was her relationship with Dumbledore mm-hmm. as far as like how close were they at the very beginning of book one. Mm-hmm. He makes a comment, oh, I haven't blushed this hard or whatever since Poppy Pumphrey complimented my earmuffs. Aww. You know, (laughs) like, you know, she's very kind and sweet and and you do get that introduction. And of course, book two is where we really dive into her job. Mm -hmm. And she has one job, but darn does she work hard at it. Yeah, I she's a great healer. Like the fact that she can handle as much she does is an amazing healer. Yes. But and arguably by herself. There's nobody else described as being there. Yeah. It's got to be one of the weirdest healing jobs because of the random before you get the golden trio and everything going down. Yeah. It's just the amount of stuff she has to do. Accidents and things with young wizards. How many professors does she have to deal with that don't know what they're talking about? Yeah. Because she often I get that there's Lockhart and she's like super upset about like Lockhart messing up her arm. But, like, there's many times where she mentions, like, ah, finally, we have a professor who knows what she's talking about. Or, like, oh, my gosh, just, you know, things like that. Like, it's not, it can't have been just Lockhart that she's had to deal with. Yeah. Someone trying to fix something. Trying to help and doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, Making her job 10 times harder. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And she doesn't ask too many questions. Mm -hmm. Somebody points that out. And that's, like, kind of true. Because she she gets the bare minimum. And honestly, like you said, the amount of stuff that she's had to do with, she just needs to get it done. Yeah. She just needs... She's just trying to help you, man. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, protective of the students, too. Yeah. She's very thoughtful to feelings. Mm -hmm. She protects Hermione's look and image when she is turned up into, like, partially cat and, like, hides her away, which is very thoughtful. She also seeks out Filch to calm him down and update him on the Mandrakes. Yes. Mrs. Norris. Like, that's... She she truly cares about 
the students and that that comes back many times yeah. she she gets worried in book two that the fin- the students may be finished off soon yeah so she and and she's referring to the students in her ward yeah. so she protects them very fiercely mm-hmm. and and she's worried that they're going to come back yeah. and like i said finish them off but at the same time she's very logical yes. with them so we do not know what house mm-hmm. puppy Pomfrey is in but i would be very interested to see what one and maybe you guys yeah. have an opinion on that yeah. Uh, because she is very thoughtful of others. But then at the same time, she makes comments that are very logical, like there's no point to talking to a petrified person Yeah. or, yeah. you know, very blunt about, okay, there's only so many people who can be in this, yeah. this, this room at a time, like mm-hmm. give them space. You need to stay here for two weeks to recover. Yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd be very interested in how she's in. Yeah. I could see a lot of different, we do get a couple glimpses of different sides of her in the book. So I, I think it, we do. it's a discussion that, that could be had because I, something that I admire about her that I also admire about Minerva is the intense protection of students over yes. anything else that she constantly mm-hmm. is telling people to leave students alone because they need to heal. Like she says this yes. to Dumbledore in book three and she doesn't yeah. disobey yes. him. But she stands up. She gets up. mad. Yeah, she stands up. She to gets him. angry that he. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And tells him he, she she yeah. storms away too. Yeah. So it's like she when when he's like you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, like we know why, but she oh, tries yeah. very hard to tell him to leave in the. Which is not something mm-hmm. a lot of you know people can do. So does it? Does she say something to the minister too? Oh yeah, about, like, no, she kicks the minister on, this out is like, too. Yeah, yeah. She's like we. we like Harry, like sir, mm-hmm. you will find your score later. I will attend to you first. Yeah, get out of here. You know. Yeah, yeah. And she also equally is up as upset about the dementors at the school yeah. in book four. Dragons, she says in a disgusted <laughs> tone. Like she's so furious yeah. about all this stuff that she yeah. has to deal with with these, and not even just her having to deal with them. She doesn't want the students to have to deal with them. Yeah. You know? Well, that's a in book two. I wrote down. Harry goes to the hospital wing first day and she says, yep. Oh, it's you, is it? I suppose you've been doing something dangerous again. Like, uh-huh. just constantly oh, yeah. with these three. She just, like, assumes that they've done something wrong. Yeah. It doesn't ask, like, Yeah, and you're right. And doesn't ask questions. It's like, okay, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Get this done. Yeah. Ugh. Book four is last year Dementors, this year Dragons. Yep, this year Dragons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. My goodness. Well, then they she, haven't done the Triwizard like... Tournament in so long. And all of a sudden, it's like, right. Triwizard Tournament. Great. So the most dangerous <laughs> yeah. ever. Hurting every, like the players and the hostages. Yeah. She like immediately grabs them and hurdles them back after task two to treat them. Yeah. I mean, she's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Dumbledore constantly calls her by her first name. Yeah, I love it's Poppy. She, yeah, she does. She's a, like, she, once again, her not asking questions a whole lot. She's like, why is her dog here? Yeah. And Dumbledore's like, it's the only here. one she's asking like, okay, the logical whatever. question. <laughs> Moves on. Yep. Um does ask her to take care of Winky and then take her to Dobby. Mm-hmm. And she's like a little startled by it, but like does it? Yeah. But I mean, she she is super thoughtful of the student. She's like yeah. impressed when Minerva's not killed by the stuns. I love how but mad happily she sends is. her to Mungo's. Oh, she's furious. So mad that they would do she's, that to Minerva. Do that to her. Yeah. yeah. She said she would oh, um, she said she would resign in protest if it weren't for the oh, students. And she does that while aiding a student. Yeah. She is actively running around helping a student. Yeah. And says that she would resign in protest. Yeah. If of how they were mm-hmm. treating everybody yeah. that year. Yeah. Yeah. And she's the one who patches up the students after the fight with the ministry. Yeah. They are not, they don't go to Mungo's. Yeah. After that, they are taken back to Hogwarts, which yeah. I think is interesting too, because arguably Mungo's is closer. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you go straight to what's presumably mm-hmm. in the same city instead of yeah. Scotland? <laughs> okay. Right. 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 And sh- she does like, there's, 
moments where uh, she does know her limits. Mm-hmm. Like when she does send people to Mongo's, yeah. another student she sends to Mongo's is Katie Bell. Yeah. And actually when she is cursed, it is understood that Snape actually in this moment is more helpful yeah. than her. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way. No. It's just expertise. The dark um, thing. That. Yeah, it's a dark art yeah. curse. In that sense. Mm-hmm. I, I do love there's a couple moments where she's like so active in what she's doing mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. She's just like we talked about, she has a lot of stuff she's yeah. dealing with. She has a lot of kids she's she's dealing with. And these are just who we follow in the books. Oh, yeah. You know how many accidents like, have to happen every day? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, we hear McGonagall who had to deal with, like, somebody transforming, like, their friend into a, yeah. a hamster. Like, yeah. she... Yeah. I'm sure... She's yeah. dealing with that kind of stuff all the time. What I like is that we learn to be a healer, how hard it is, how many yes. newts you have to be able to get, like, to be yes. a healer. So we know she is so accomplished to even she, be a healer. She is so – and she has to do so much. Yeah. There's, And I, I wanted to point out a couple things that she does mm-hmm. that really shows how strong mm-hmm. she is and how skilled she is. Mm-hmm. One of them is she has arguably has had – the most dangerous job in the entire school. And that job was escorting a werewolf yeah. to the Shrieking Shack every month. We find that out, not from her, but we find that out from Lupin, yeah. that it was her job alone. And that was before potentially the wolf bane. Yeah, before they had the cure. was made. Yeah. So she, and that, and it made it, is it even a cure? Well, yeah, it's the, like a, a, a medicine. A staving yeah, off, yeah, yeah. like, uh, of things. Yeah. So she was the one to take him mm-hmm. to the Shrieking Shack every month. Like, when he could that, transform at like any moment. <laughs> at any, any moment, yeah. any moment. And she had to do that knowing that if he gets out, she would have to treat him and anybody else that he attacked. Yeah. The stakes like, are that, so high for that. Yeah. And for her to do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That speaks so highly of her skill because arguably Dumbledore is the strongest wizard yeah. in that castle. Yeah. We don't know because we only hear it from Lupin. Either she was confident she could do it herself. Dumbledore was confident enough mm-hmm. that she could do it herself or a combination of the two. Yeah. That yeah. she did not need assistance doing that. Yeah. And that is very strong. And that she cared enough about her student to agree to do that. Yes. Because that is dangerous. Yes. That's super dangerous. And to keep that secret yeah. from others, that's so dangerous. And yeah. yeah, she's she's powerful. Another moment that you see that I like that's so small yeah. that I did not catch until this read around because we are psychoanalyzing, like really yeah. deeply analyzing it. So when she finds out that Dumbledore has died, mm-hmm. her first reaction is she bursts into tears. Yeah. Understandable. Actively sobbing while they have the conversation of what happened. Yeah. And something that she does is in that moment of bursting into tears, Minerva collapses. And while she is actively crying, yeah. Poppy Pomfrey conjures a chair <gasps> That's right. underneath Minerva from the moment she starts to collapse so she does not hit the floor. She collapses into a chair that was not there until Pomfrey does that. The reaction time mm-hmm. of noticing, like she is so skilled at her job that she sees that Minerva is about to collapse before she does. Yeah. And gets that chair under her before she hits the ground. What? I love that. That's a, that is amazing. Brilliant. For yeah. her to like pull one over that in that reaction speed yeah. is incredibly fast. Yeah. And I think that really attests to her abilities. Yeah. And I love that. I think those two, those two moments were like 
really wow for me. Yeah. She handles all the students who were attacked. She cares for Bill before Molly and then Fleur mm-hmm. take over on that. Just there's so much she has to she has to deal yeah. with. And and in the end, she did I catch this right that she duels and defeats a Death Eater in one of the moments as she's going? Or is that from a different canon that I found? I, I didn't write it. I have that she oversees the student evacuation. She does that. Yeah. Oversees the evacuation and she takes care of all the um, injured during that that reprieve. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if that happened, but I didn't write it She overtakes a a female Death Eater. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to find out where my break... That could be another, like... Amongst all the... Because I said, some of these things I know all the... Like, just from the games and all the stuff. But yeah. She she is really really cool. Yeah, I think as as a character, mm-hmm. and I love that she's well rounded. I love her mm-hmm. fierce loyalty to the to the students, yeah. like you said. Yeah. But it's different than than Minerva. It is. It's a care about their safety without necessarily being someone who gets to know them. It's more of like the students as a yes. whole. The the students mm-hmm. as a whole is what she cares for. And whoever shows up is whoever she cares for. But it she doesn't yeah. get to know them on as much of a person. Unless you're like Harry and Ron and Hermione and end up in the hospital all the She's time. She's there all the time. You, yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. you don't necessarily right, right, right. meet half the students. Yeah. It's and a loyalty to Hogwarts, imagine. to the student yeah. body of Hogwarts. She's never described as being out of... She doesn't go to the, um, the dinners, yeah. the feasts or anything. And yeah. I can't even imagine what she had to go through to patch up the students after the, ba- the Battle of Hogwarts. Well, I, many, I cannot even imagine yeah. what went through her head of the students yeah. that she had to just... She was in a war zone. ...let go because they're, they've passed. Yeah. The, amount, the Creevy boys who yeah. who snuck back in, mm-hmm. like, you know... The amount of students she had to, it's just you know, rest. literally put to rest. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, that she couldn't help. Gosh. The amount of students that she tried and probably couldn't save because they needed yeah. mungos. Like, it... No. It, yeah. And she... She stays there. Mm-hmm. She, she she stays on and works there for a while. And she is mentioned in in later oh, nice. later mm-hmm. things. I'm glad we got to talk about yeah. uh, some of these professors and unpack them a little mm-hmm. bit because I had forgotten how important Madame Pomfrey yeah. is. And it was fun to um, to really dive in and, and look at them. Some it was not fun, but yeah. some it was fun. So yeah. I'm glad that we. Uh, we did this, yeah. and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and tune in next week for another deep dive into some more witches. Ooh. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Tune in next week as we discuss some of the series' most notorious women, Rita Skeeter and Dolores Umbridge, along with the tragic Cho Chang and some of the many witches we met along the way. If you enjoyed listening today, we'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast and share with friends. If you really enjoyed our discussion, you can find more behind-the-scenes content, a peek at our research notes, and even entire bonus episodes on Patreon. Each month, we release a full After Hours episode where we will discuss each movie adaptation and don't hold back. You can reach us on social media. Links to all our platforms can be found in our About section. Until next time, this has been Damsels in Dialogue. Have a nice day. And fuck turfs. This podcast episode is sponsored by House of Wandcraft, dreamy handmade magical wands. You can find them at houseofwandcraft.com. And this is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions. 